0: about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo tabouli, potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti, granola fruit bar. Yeah, Look man. at all this beautiful food. Mm. Hello, I'm Dan Dute Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. Like many of you, I'm stuck at home during this pandemic, and so are most of my guests. Hello? Hello, can you hear me Mr. Taster? That leaves me with a crappy laptop from 2012, my own mic, and my fingers crossed, hoping my guests are able to record their half of the conversation too. How are you then, you okay? I'm great, how are you Mr. Taster? Good, I'm good. I, I'm sorry, I don't know why, I, why we met, I messed up the time. It's my fault. No, oh, don't nice.
1: worry. Look at all this beautiful food.
0: Guys, I am so excited for my guest today. First of all, this is the first Green Eggs and Dan that we've ever recorded outside of the country. And not only are we outside of the country, I mean, I'm here, I'm in New York, but my <laughs> guest is in Tehran, Iran. My guest, Mr. Taster, is a, an Iranian uh, food blogger, food Instagrammer, restaurant reviewer. He occupies this amazing uh, world I discovered him on this documentary called Our Man in Tehran, which came out a couple of years ago. Uh, at that time, I think you had around 200,000 followers. And I yeah. reached out to you and I said, I love you, <laughs> your stuff. And you said, how can I get verified on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I because said, I remember you had the ver- verification.
1: Yeah. 10,000
0: 10, fans. Exactly. Uh, well, things have changed. Uh, I, said, I said, keep at it and, and, you'll, and you'll figure it out. Now you have 1.1 million followers on Instagram. <laughs> you have a very, very blue check mark: uh, Thank you, you very much. And I, I tell everyone, when they ask me, because a lot of people ask me, who is your favorite uh, food personality, your favorite food site, your favorite uh, food host, I always tell them it's Mr. <laughs> taster..: from oh, Thank Iran.
1: you very much.: Very so kind we, of you. Thank you so much.:
0: Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, Mr. Taster.
1: <laughs> thank so, you.. <laughs>
0: Tell me, how are things uh, in Iran right now? We're in quarantine yeah, here in New York, so... Yeah, no, everything is back
1: to normal. We're just waiting for the restaurant to be open soon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, everything is fine now.
0: Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. hopefully,
1: inshallah... The number we're... of tests gone down massively. Right. And we are hoping to go back
0: to normal very, very soon. Inshallah. That's Thanks great news.
1: That.
0: <laughs> because I will say, I definitely miss uh I mean, I love watching your videos. Here's the Thank thing you. It's, it's always fun to see all these. Uh, I never saw these hole in the wall restaurants. Uh, I, I never even thought, you know, in America, we just hear about these, these Persian foods, but to actually see restaurants where they're served in, in Iran, I mean, it really, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I have so much yeah. to talk about. We're going to go into your fridge. Uh, I have pictures of, <laughs> oh of Mr. Taster's fridge here. <laughs> you can see them on my Instagram, at Dan, uh, Mr. Taster, I'm going to share my screen with you so we can go through this together. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's very vulnerable. Uh, so this is our first foreign fridge we've ever done. This is our first... Uh, fridge that wasn't an american fridge first of all your fridge looks great thank you so much thank you now there's a couple of things that look familiar here you have coffee mate yeah which which i love is that every morning are you a coffee mate guy actually i'm not but maybe pega having coffee mate oh yeah the missus yeah yeah Uh, the missus yeah so and then you've got a kit kat here i see a kit kat that looks (laughs) it's mine it's mine (laughs) it's dark one
1: we normally uh, buy a normal one for pega Uh and the dark one
0: is for me i love it yeah i like dark chocolate (laughs) as well uh and then can
1: you can you see the dooch? yes i see the (laughs) dooch.
0: yeah i
1: i finish one of them every day are you serious I'm serious. Oh, all right. So for those of you so listening... So I finish one dur every day, and I finish two, two milks every single day.
0: <laughs> wow. So you're like a, you're like a baby cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so for those of you who don't know what Dur is, durh is a Persian drink that... Yeah. Uh, how would you explain dur?
1: I would say uh, iron or uh, milk and water and salt. And sometimes yeah, but minting it's,
0: it. It's bubbly as well, no? It's, it's, it's bubbly, yeah. Yeah, so it's like seltzer water mixed with milk. Exactly. I, I can't, I, I don't like duke. I don't get duke. I don't um, understand it. Yeah, but, but
1: I'm not a duke person as well. I, I like Pepsi or Coca-Cola more than yeah. duke. <laughs> but sometimes mrs. doesn't buy it for me, so
0: I go for duke. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So I have to, but you can see Pepsi in it. I see you? The Pepsi.
0: I see the Pepsi yeah. right there. And then uh, <laughs> uh, it's amazing. So, and then what's, th- what are th- what's this over here, over there? I can't remember. Oh, I think like... one of them is uh, pomegranate paste, maybe. Yeah, maybe a pomegranate paste. This looks like pomegranate paste. This one looks yeah. like, like those uh, sour things that you put in choresht. Yeah, those. I mean, that's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so and then let's go into the main fridge area. Yeah, uh, you've got uh, a lot, a lot of pickles here. I see. Yeah, we've got. And, oh, look at that!
1: Those two are sabzi. One of them is sabzi.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> the other sabzi. one is keme stew. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. I actually had keme last night. Uh, oh, so I love The and keme are the are two of the most famous Persian uh, stews. Istews. Exactly, yeah. one of said, them is with
1: beans, dried lime, lamb, and uh, vegetables, which is yeah. kormasabzi, the most famous dish I ever see in Iran. And the other one is kime, which is a split peas and lamb and a potato a chips
0: and tomato paste. You know, I I gotta say, the thing that I I feel when Persians came to America, they changed a lot, is that a lot of the lamb turned into beef. So, Ah. which is a very American thing, right? Steak, America. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like lamb better than beef, though. So, whenever I get to have Persian food with lamb in it, it feels so much more exciting to me.
1: Yeah, it's more more delicious, for sure. Especially when the... Fat can't uh, uh, coming in today's stew, you know? Lamb is yes. making it
0: more delicious. So lamb fat is something that, again, you don't see a lot of in America. But can mm. you explain what, uh, I think it's called dombalon, is that what it is? No, no, dombalon is different. Dombalon is testicles. Oh, dombalan is testicles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's dombe. We call it dombe. Dombe, that's right. Wow, the word, <laughs> the word for lamb fat and testicles is very, very similar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's dombe and uh, it's
1: really nice. If uh, you've got a uh, food, we call it gourmet, uh, which is a, a slight, um, a small pieces of meat lamb meat uh you cook it in the own fat and it's really delicious you can wow. find it in khorasan yeah more in Mashhad khorasan area and it's amazing yeah you should I, have the lamb with cooked in his own uh, fat oh wow it's, it's that's, amazing yeah that
0: sounds incredible, that yeah. sounds so incredible. <laughs> you know i i feel like uh Persian food is one of the most misunderstood foods, especially in America. Uh, You know, whenever I explain Persian food to people, I always say, oh, well, it's like Indian food, but it's herbal instead of spicy. Or it's like, it's very, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's a real, it's it's a real gourmet, delicate, uh, fantastic cuisine.
1: Yeah. How would you explain Persian food? um, because I used to live in England, you know that, I used to live in Bournemouth, uh, and many people were confused about Persian foods. they normally think uh, it's Arabic, something near Arabic food, but it is not, it's, it's very, I mean, if you travel around Iran like what we did with Mark Wins, which is one of the most famous uh, food critics, or... Um, Trevor, it was uh, in each city you could find m- maybe uh, tons of foods that they never tried or even they never heard of it. Yeah. Each city had their own, you know, dish. Amazing dish. Like rash, if you travel to rash, you could find many t- <laughs> different dishes like June, which is walnut stew with chutka bird, which is immigrants. Uh, birds and it's really amazing. You could find white fish. You could find kilka, uh, which is anchovy fish. And each each city got their own thing. And one of I mean one of the most famous dishes, DZ.
0: You like DZ, don't you? I love DZ. Uh, <laughs> yeah. DZ is also called gush the right? Upgush. Abgusht. Abgusht,
1: Yeah. Abgusht. And when they mash the meat. And the other stuff in it, like beans, potato, all together, is kushkubide. I see, I see, I see. So it's it's normally a soup, and um, you know they separate uh, the meat and the other stuff, and they have the soup in another dish, and they put the
0: bread in it. Yeah, it's um, it's very man, it's very like. My grandfather loved that, and, and he would eat it with raw onion. Raw onion seems oh, to be yeah. – I see you eat <laughs> with a lot of raw onion, Exactly, too. and you break it with your <laughs> – <laughs> With your fist. Persians, yeah. eat, Persians eat raw onion like it's uh, – like an apple. They just bite through <laughs> it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let, let me see if is there anything else that we that are missing in the fridge here. Uh, let me let me just share our screen one more time before we move on. But uh, there's a let's see you guys. So you guys cook at home a lot, is what I'm what I gather here because you have a very. To be
1: honest, uh, after the corona, yes. Before yeah. that, no. Yeah, well, not at all because every day we were outside
0: tasting, traveling. And you're, I mean, you're really like the Anthony Bourdain of Iran. Like I see in your videos, you walk down, <laughs> <Thank> the, you. <laughs> you walk down the street and people, people go crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got many fans because I acted in the film as well. So it's kind of mix of Mr. Taster, actor, and
0: other stuff really. And I'm yeah. a
1: businessman as well, you know that.
0: Yes, of course. I mean, I, I see you, you give all these lectures on how people can uh, build their, their brand and build their business. Yeah, online marketing and stuff, yeah. I mean, you, you put out so much content all the time, so... Yeah, it's... did you know that I've been to New York one time? No, tell me
1: about it. Yeah, I was in New York, in Manhattan, um, and I was staying in Marriott Hotel in Times Square. I uh-huh. loved it. <laughs> it's Beautiful the best. city, Oh, my God. i love to come back again because there was a restaurant. It was a scary. It was full of bones, and you were going in, and it was just scary and surprising every single
0: time. I think you're probably talking about Jekyll and Hyde. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, is... I've been there. I went with uh,
1: Bill Hunt. He's, he used to be uh, – he's very uh, smart, and he's American, and um, he he used to be marketing manager of IBM. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I learned a lot from him. We were both a speaker in Iceland as well. So he he told me that I'm gonna take you to one of the strangest restaurants, and he he took me there. <laughs>
0: <That> <laughs> I couldn't so... eat.
1: I just, I was like I was <laughs> like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's so funny to me that. My, my most respected food blogger in the world came to New York, and the restaurant he went to was <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so um, you know,
1: it's... And there fr- is a... Uh, in, in front of the Mario Hotel, there was a McDonald's. Oh, yeah. The first day I arrived, I just bought a very massive, massive burger. <laughs> with a massive coca-cola oh yeah. i loved
0: it oh, i loved it <laughs> yeah. mcdonald's is a very very good introduction into american yeah. culture <laughs> there was so you, another one i remember
1: it was black burger wasn't it
0: black burger black i know.
1: Burger. something something around mcdonald's like oh my god you, so you, yeah the burger in new york is amazing and the pizza they're yes. really big like this big, yeah. I loved it. Oh, i love to come back again, honestly.
0: So you came to New York City, the best food city in America, and it sounds like you ate like a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and,
1: and I went to a helicopter to see the Freedom
0: uh, Tower. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it was an amazing trip. I loved it. Fantastic. So, Thank you very you, much. You know, Mr. Taster, I'm friends with uh, a lot of Iranians in America, and I've turned a lot of them on to you and we all have a very similar experience, which is, you know, for us, especially the ones who were born here, we hear about Iran in a way that's, you know, we, we've never been there, uh, we would all love to go, but it, it, it almost, the way that our parents talk about it, it seems like this fantasy land, like it's a place we've heard of and we've eaten the food from there and we've seen old pictures from, we don't see a lot that's going on there now, but then we started seeing your videos, and I'm telling you, I'm going to get a little emotional. Even it's like you open up this world for us. That <laughs> thank you. That that we feel like oh my god, that's where I would be eating, and that's where I would be going. And we, it's it's it, it, yes, the food is amazing, but it's more like wow, it's a real place, and it's a and it's real people, and and people look awesome and really fun. Yeah. And the food looks amazing. So, I mean, on behalf of all of the, the Iranian Americans, you're doing such, <laughs> such a great service for Thank us. Thank
1: you so much. My pleasure. Yeah, it's an amazing country. You know that I'm, I was born in England as well. But if I go out of Iran for 10 days, I can't live anymore. Really? I don't know how. Co- yeah, because I, I used to live in England for five years, like 16 years ago. And when I'm thinking about it, to go back, it never happened. Yeah. Iran is such a beautiful country. Yeah, you should travel. As, as Mark Wins and Trevor, they were, they were amazed with the country and especially with the people. They're really yeah. kind. They're really friendly. And they, they love their guests. You know, if you travel, you won't pay for anything. I promise.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I promise that. Yeah. It's, amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, and it's also, I feel like, it seems like you guys have so many different uh, geographical... You have deserts, you have mountains, yeah. you have cold, you have hot. And so because of that, you get so many different kinds of foods in one yeah. small area that, yeah. you know, you probably travel in a car for 20 miles and you have a completely different type of cuisine. Yeah. I'll tell you something funny. Because when we
1: traveled with Mark Wins, we started... You know, Mark Wins is American. He's yeah. is, is got... U.S. Passport. Yeah. And, when I tra- and when we traveled from uh, Rasht, we went to Tabriz, which is northwest. And then we traveled by plane to uh, Shiraz, and then Isfahan, and then Chabahar. We saw four seasons in two weeks. Wow. We saw rain in, the, in Rasht. Uh, we saw snow in Tabriz. We saw sun in Chabahar and Shiraz. And, you know, it was amazing. He was amazed with that. Yeah, and every single city had their own food. Yeah. As an, as, as an example, you see many pomegranate sauce or paste in, in Rasht. And we traveled to Masule, which is one of the most beautiful uh, villages in the world. Uh, and uh, we saw fish. We saw uh, Zeytun Parvarde. Which is olives with walnuts. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then in Bonob or Tabriz, we had brilliant kebabs and also kufte Tabrizi. So each single city, like Vishiras Shiraz, we had Kalampolo Shirazi, which is cabbage and rice and meat. That's, that's my favorite rice. Yeah, it's Kalampolo. amazing. Or Lubia Polo. You've got green beans, you've got uh, rice and uh, tomato paste or tomato in it and you know in isfahan we had biryan biryan which is uh, have you seen biryan in isfahan
0: no i don't think so and i'm i'm oh, half it's... isfahani also oh is it oh, yeah it's, it's really famous dish <laughs> really and, yeah it's really fatty it's uh,
1: it has got a uh, lamb it has got lung and it's it has got a uh, white uh, liver and wow. fat. So it has and lungs, Normally, it has when you have it, uh, uh, you know, Mark Vince found that he should, uh, he should have it twice, and he shouldn't wash his, his hands, because he could smell it for two days. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And when we came in, uh, out, he said, oh, should I should have another one, which is, this is really heavy. Heavy food, yeah. And well, in Chabahar, we had Shekhar Patch. You saw that we had tanuche. They put the whole lamb in the tanur. It's it's amazing. You, you should travel, honestly. Oh, I'd be I would a love good, to. I,
0: I'll be a good host. I oh, promise. You'd be, you'd be the best host. Yeah. <laughs> so what is you know it's it's you say all these things and it's so unfortunate because in America, every Persian restaurant is basically just a kebab restaurant. They yes. Kebab. And exactly. it's scratching the surface of Persian food. Mm. Uh, there's so many fun regional dishes that, that we don't, don't get to experience here. Um, I'd love to talk about kebab for a minute, though, because that's another thing where I feel, like, I feel like we've taken it in America and changed it from what it was in Iran. Like all mm. the kebab kubideh, which is the, kubid, the ground meat kebab, is all basically with beef here. But isn't it, is it mostly lamb in Iran? I think it's 70, 30 normally. 70% lamb and 30%
1: lamb is beef. Oh, okay. you can't have it. You can't have like kubide only beef. So yeah. it's not original.
0: Yeah, tell them and here. Some, tell some them cities
1: here. <laughs> eat, yeah, and some cities even, they use only lamb in it. They never use, uh, you know, beef in, in kubide or other kebabs. Yeah. Like uh, bonob, you know, if you see the bonob, me and Mark, we had twenty kebabs each. Oh man! You know, we put the kebab in; it was out because it was only beef, only lamb with fat. It's, it was amazing. So about the Persian dish, what what I can say? Normally in Europe or maybe in America, I don't know. And uh, normally the food in restaurant is better than home, but in Iran. It's, it's completely different. Yeah. The original food, you should have it at home. Yes, I agree. Because people in Iran, they cook it from the heart, especially the moms. I saw your mom. She's lovely. If she <laughs> cooks, you see, she puts her heart, heart in, in the food. It's for true. Sure.
0: It's absolutely true. And
1: some, some foods like Hormisabzi or Lamshang, they put it at night and they cook it for 12 hours, 13 hours. That's a lot. Yes, And it's really delicious. It's more delicious than than, uh, the foods in restaurants.
0: Absolutely. I agree. A hundred percent. So let's also talk about my favorite ingredient, which I see that every time you meet someone new, you bring them a huge, a huge canister of it, which is saffron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Persian saffron, yeah. You know, you, you probably, every time Mr. Taster goes, you see it on his videos, I think when you went to Turkey and, you know, you were hanging out with uh, with uh, Salt Bay and with, I forget the other guy's name. He's also a very famous Turkish uh, food guy. Um, Nusret and Burak. Yeah, Burak. You bring these guys as a gift, like... Thousands of dollars worth of saffron (laughs) that you give to them. (laughs) It's the best. It's such a nice (laughs) present. Do you cook with saffron a lot? Yes, we
1: do. Uh, Almost 90% of our foods, because especially we use saffron with every single dish when you got rice in it. Yeah, yeah. So almost 90% of Persian foods got saffron in it and yeah. the reason we we take saffron for other people because we lo- Iranian loves uh, to gives um, to give uh, saffron to other uh, friends that we traveling to their uh, to their restaurants or the, to their house as a gift because we are proud of saffron we love saffron and we love people we love to so we love everyone. We don't hate anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yes, saffron is really key, key for us. We travel with Trevor James, the food ranger, to uh, Mashhad to show uh, the, uh, the saffron fields because it's really unique. You, uh, and we think uh, saffron is a gift from God to Iranians because you can't grow it anywhere in the world.
0: Interesting. So th- there's Spanish saffron, but it's very, very bad. Quality. Normally, um, no, it's not bad quality. They buy from Iran and they're packing it nicely. Oh, really? So it's actually Persian saffron. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I think <great>. so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so funny because I think Persian cuisine has such a range. You have very, very. Uh, sort of, let's, let's call them common person food that's, yeah. that's like cheap cuts of meat that they cook for a very long time and it gets very delicious. And then you guys yeah. have the best saffron and caviar in the world yeah. also, yeah. which is yeah. the most high-end foods you can ever find. Yeah. There's such a yeah. range.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you travel to uh, Mazandaran or especially, I can't remember, near Gorgon, there is a Bandar Tor uh, You can find... Very nice uh, um, very nice caviar, and also in Rasht in Anzali. Yeah. Uh, you can find very nice caviar, but for wild one, uh, it's not allowed because of uh, the problem with the fish. They, um, you know, the generation is, uh, you know, destroying, so uh, they are not allowed to get any wild caviar fish or estrogen anymore. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we we just buy a normal one from the farm. Yeah. And it's almost the same taste, but very delicious. I love it. And I took Mark Ween's to the caviar farm, if you remember. Yes. And we took a 40 kilo fish, and we had the Esterojan kebab, which was amazing. Uh, We call it um, Uzumburun kebab. Uh Uh-huh. It's a must-have if you come to Iran. And then the caviar, which is amazing.
0: Even the farm one is amazing. Yeah, you know, my mom tells me about this sturgeon kebab. So do you know how it's prepared? Is it with turmeric or with saffron or what?
1: I think they put uh, saffron and um, tomato paste and lemon. They mix it together and then they put it on top of the kebab. Got it. And the taste is amazing. Yeah, I never had it before. Uh, My first uh, time was with Mark Vince And it was amazing. It was a really
0: nice. Thing. Wow, that's incredible. So, yeah. uh, so I, don't normally, I don't normally get into my guests' careers because I usually just care about their relationship to food. But your career is food. So how did you get into this? Uh, how did you get find your niche? How did you get into this world? Actually, uh, when I started,
1: I didn't know anything about food. I just loved the food. 11 years ago, when I went to London, uh, I found social media is getting more important every day. And because uh, I was Google person, I had Google uh, certification, you know, individual one for PPC and pay-per-click. So when I um, traveled to London and i attended in SES conferences, um, I went there and I found social media is getting more important every day. The Facebook is on. So I decided to create my page. And then I was putting my stuff about online marketing, but no one was interested. And one day I put a baby octopus I had in London, and it had like 500 likes in one day. (laughs) So I found people loved foods. And I decided to start, um, you know, writing reviews about restaurants. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's how, I, and when I came to Manhattan, it was for another SCS conference. So I came for the conference to Manhattan and then uh, that's how I found I want to have another page which uh, shows food to people. I started to show internet marketing and digital marketing is working in Iran. But when I started, I found it, it's a really good business and I loved it. So it's now 11 years, we are working on it. We've got own application coming in, uh, coming out soon. We've got our website, many people checking their restaurants, where to go, which city they should find their restaurant. Even they can find their restaurants in Manhattan, in my website, in Farsi. If oh, any Iranian, yeah, because I've been there, so... Uh, the restaurants in uh, Manhattan is in my website as well. So people finding um, which city they want to go and what restaurants they want to try based
0: on my taste. I love that. I love that. So, so you're going to have like a food guide as well? Yeah, we are a food guide at the moment. And we, uh, have
1: you seen my certification? No, I haven't. Yeah, you should say it because I've got Mr. Taster Award. I'm giving it to top 30 restaurants in Tehran. Oh,
0: very cool! I so love every that.
1: year we've got a big ceremony in the Espinas ho- Palace Hotel, five-star hotel, and we're celebrating with other restaurants that they are top restaurant. It's it's kind of like um, Michelin Award. It's not
0: exactly the same because they are really big. Yeah, but it's a small size of like award of Mister Taster. I love it. I would much rather go to a Mr. Taster certified (laughs) restaurant than a Michelin star restaurant. I tell (laughs) you. So I'm going to get to some questions here that I ask every guest, and uh, I'm very excited to hear your answers. Uh, So uh, number one, what is your earliest food memory? I think uh,
1: maybe... Fish and chips in England. <laughs> oh, interesting. Because I was born in England and I left the country when I was five years old. My, vo- my dad was getting his PhD there. Uh, so my first memory is coming out is my memories from England. And I remember even buying ice cream from the... F- Ice cream cars, like they're like saying da 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 da, da and then I was going, ah, mom, I want ice cream, and I loved it. I love the ice cream and the fish and chips in England. I love that. Do you? Are you? <laughs> is there a place to get fish and chips in Iran? And uh, not not really. No, you can't find a nice one here. But no. there was a, a really nice one in Bournemouth, uh, England, uh, near the train station. It was amazing.
0: A I, I convey to go and taste it again in Bormos. We have to tell Gordon Ramsay to open up a restaurant in Tehran. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
1: my next, uh, uh, you know, plan is to invite him to Iran. I know
0: it's very diff- difficult, what are going to do it? Oh, that would be amazing! Yeah. Uh, my next question. Uh, this is funny because you asked me. You said you were a little unclear on what this meant, and I think it might be a very American thing. I asked you, "What's your death row meal?" And yeah. this means this is something where, whenever if someone gets executed in America for committing a crime, they get to eat whatever they want before they get executed. <laughs> 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 so let's say you committed a crime <laughs> what what is your what is your death row meal what is the last meal that you're going to uh i'll go for a whole lamb whole lamb with persian rice yeah oh wow that's with,
1: with coca-cola <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. Two Coca-Cola. Because Actually, two Coca Cola. That's, that's a smart one because it would take you so long to eat the whole lamb, they'd forget, yeah. to, they'd forget to execute you. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, I, I think there was a lamb episode that you did or a scene in your Instagram where I think you, it was Baluchi or Baluchistan or something. Yeah, it was, it was the whole lamb, and we call it Tanuche.
1: They, they stuffed the stomach of the lamb with rice and egg and pepper, green pepper. Mm-hmm. And they close the, the stomach. And then they, they put the whole... Uh, they, actually, they put the head and the legs in the, in the belly as well. In the belly, belly as well. And oh. they put the whole lamb in the tandoor.
0: Yeah, that's... And then there was like a... There seemed to be like a red sauce on the outside. Was it saffron? Oh, yeah, that's... No, no, that was uh, Baluchi, um, Baluchi uh, spices, which is
1: very similar to Pakistani uh, spices.
0: Oh, interesting, interesting.
1: Yeah, because, you know, they're in the borders, like Pakistan is neighbor to Baluchistan in Iran. Yeah. So they are very close. Their, their food is really close to each other.
0: Yeah, that... That lamb looked, am- I mean, I understand why that would be your last meal. It looked so amazing. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's one of the best I ever had. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what is the best high-end meal that you've ever had? Like I very think, fancy. I
1: love, to be honest with you, one of the foods, I, I love it. Uh, it's, it could be there. Okay. You know, even Mark Fiennes, when I asked him, what was the most delicious food you had in Iran? He said, Kubide. Even when Trevor James went to Turkey and I asked him, uh, do you like their kebabs? He said, no, I'd rather to have Kubide. So
0: I'm the same. I love Koubide and I had it today anyway. <laughs> wow. So Kubide again, is the ground, is the ground meat uh, kebab. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, that's amazing kebab. Yeah, yeah I love so it. it's-
0: it's basically the beef, the beef... Um, I'm sorry, it's, it's mostly lamb, you said. Lamb, 70% lamb, 30% almost beef. And then there's chopped up onions. Yeah. Uh, saffron, sometimes saffron water, right? Sometimes saffron, yeah. Sometimes just with salt and that's it. That's it. It sounds so simple. Yeah. But it's... Yes. Uh, yeah, what happens... I explained this before, but the reason why it's magical is because when you cook it at that low heat... The onions yeah. inside caramelize and they kind of melt oh, into yeah. beef, and it, it exactly creates a magical uh, yeah yeah magical meat. Uh, I, I don't blame you for that one. And what is the <laughs> best what is <clears throat> what is the best low end meal that you've ever had? Like the something you got off the street corner that you were like, wow.
1: <laughs> I can't remember. I think. Uh maybe frog i had in thailand oh really <laughs> yeah wow was it amazing uh, yeah. yeah i didn't like it uh, you didn't...
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i don't like to try it again i the next question i don't know i'm not sure if you're a drinker or not but uh it... <laughs> but I, actually i don't drink
1: but i yeah. love to have uh, but I love to have donut kebab in England or Oh yeah <laughs> or burger and
0: chips after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I hear you bro. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> so you're so you're when again, whenever I whenever I people ask me who's my favorite celebrity chef, I say uh, or celebrity food personality, I say you. Who's oh you thank are, you. Who's your favorite uh, food personality? To be honest with you,
1: I love uh, Mark Wiens and Trevor James. I love them both. Yeah. Equal. But uh, this time, I love to invite Gordon Ramsay. It's my next, uh, I mean, plan to invite somebody to Iran to show my amazing country and foods. Yeah, I
0: think I think he would be perfect to to be there. I I love Gordon Ramsay too. You know, sometimes his personality is a little crazy, but he is a real amazing chef. So I think he's allowed to to be a little crazy. And he's British, so. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, Now uh, here, this is a what is your desert island food? So this means you're trapped on a desert island, on a deserted island. No, you're never going to be. no one's ever going to come and, uh, and, and save you. So you have one food that you can eat for the rest of your life and you're never going to get tired of it. Maybe fish and lobster. <laughs> fish and lobster? Well, you're on yeah. an island, so I guess you could get that. Do you guys eat yeah. a lot of, is there a lot of lobster in uh, Iran? No, um, but you can find lots of fish here.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, because of the, some people saying that you are not allowed to have lobster here because of the halal and haram. So you can't find it here a lot. But oh,
0: I some people it having
1: ha- it. I didn't know lobster was halal.
0: Yeah, no, was it's halal.
1: Not, no, it's not. No, it's not halal in Iran. But if you travel to Malaysia, it's you're you're allowed to have it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's It's not, it's, it, it, it's different. Same. It's, it's funny when you talk about the uh, what's halal and this and that, because my, you know, my family is Jewish. We're Iranian Jews. And because of that, a lot of the foods are different than Iranian Muslim food. So, for example, Amen. like instead of using butter in some things or yogurt in a tadig or something, they'll use oil. Because, you know, in, in kosher, you're not allowed to mix milk and meat. But I love... Uh, mixing milk and meat so when I watch, when I watch your videos I'm like oh that's, that looks uh, a lot more fun uh, with all that butter on the rice <coughs> um, so my next question is what food is there a food that you just can't stand a food that you hate eating
1: not really it's very difficult uh, for me to hate something but I love every, every single food to be honest Really? Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I try to uh, enjoy every single meal because we are tasters and we have to eat everything. Yeah. If, if, if,
0: you, if you hate anything, then you are not a good taster. I get it. I get it. I do have one thing that I have a tough time with, uh, which is pickled herring. Ah I don't know why. I can't. There's something about the fish with sweet flavors that that weird. Uh, Um, Wow. You should try it then. Don't try it. (laughs) You'll change your answer. (laughs) And uh, next question is What's your restaurant pet peeve? Which means, like, what is it that bothers you in a restaurant? It's service wise, or is there something that they do in a restaurant that, that can really annoy you?
1: I think the worst thing for me is um, sometimes the uh, stuff coming and their, their clothes is smelly a bit.
0: Oh, interesting! The staff smells the smelly staff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <gasps> really annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we've never had that one. That's a very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a... they
1: don't, uh, you know, they don't shower every day, and then. It happened, you know, because you're all the time in the kitchen or you're serving people.
0: Yeah. That could yeah. that would kill me. I would not be able to <laughs> enjoy my meal. Yeah, sometimes it's happening. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I've never no one's yeah. ever said that before on the podcast. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> I've, got,
1: a I've, got, I've got very good nose as well. Um Yes. You know, my nose is better than my tongue.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. No, it's, uh, so if anyone's listening, uh, take a shower before Mr. Taster comes to your restaurant. <laughs> and my, my last question, which is a bonus question we've been asking during Corona, is once Corona is finished, what's the first restaurant uh, or first food that you want to go, go have? Oh, I can't wait, mate. I can't wait. <laughs> but I'm going to start traveling the first day.
1: Anywhere in the world I can. Uh, maybe I go to Iceland. Really? But, Iceland? Yeah, maybe Iceland. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have whale there. <laughs>
0: oh wow! I heard about that fermented whale. It's supposed to be yeah. uh, interesting.
1: <laughs> I love to travel. You know, this uh, last two months was so boring for me because I keep I keep staying home cooking, and I hate cooking. To be honest, I'm a taster. I should eat. I should go around and
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, your name—it's in your name. Yeah, rest <laughs> taste. Yeah. Now, what is there, a, is, is there a Persian restaurant, a local restaurant that you just can't wait to go to once Corona is over? Like your actually, the,
1: the restaurants are open. You can uh, have delivery one, like like we had the kebab today. Oh, great! Uh, so we we already started it, but there <laughs> are right. two two restaurants I normally go. It's Sincere and Bubble Bar. There are my two restaurants that we normally, me and Pega. When we are romantic or even we are not romantic, we go there and we, have, we chill and we uh, r- relax and enjoy our life, you know, that's, that's our, our, the two restaurants are really missing. And what, what kind of food do they serve? And Sincere, they got a steak, they got nice uh, noodle. You saw the chef, um, Chef Vijan. Oh He's yeah. The He's the chef of Sincere. And the Babula is a Lebanese restaurant. Got it. Wow. And every time we, we're going to have cholo kebab or we're going to have nice food, we go to a Yas restaurant, which is, they got very nice bag kebab. kebab. I,
0: love I love it. I love it. Oh, oh it's amazing. Mr. Taster, I am looking forward to the day when uh, I can, I, I, I get off the plane and you're waiting for me with a big oh yeah. on. Absolutely. I or if you if you come to America, I'll be waiting outside the plane with a with a Big Mac and a Coca Cola for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, thank you so I much, Mister. Thank you. Say hello to the family. I love it. And uh, tell tell everyone where they can find you on social media and whatnot.
1: Uh, they can send me. Uh, a message in Instagram because I'm checking it every single uh, day and every single message I'm answering every single day. So they can find me on Instagram or they can send me a message on my WhatsApp, which is a double zero nine eight (laughs) nine one two two four eight two Oh six two. Send me a message in WhatsApp. I'll be a good
0: host. It's not my business anyway. I I love to help you guys when you come to Iran. Do you see how friendly Iranians are? The guy just gave his phone number to all of you. <laughs> <laughs> and again, he's, uh, Mr. Taster's Instagram is uh, at Mr. Dot Taster. There are a ton of fake Mr. Tasters out there. So make sure. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. All That's the a good Mr. One. Tasters, So make sure <laughs> yeah. you get the real one. Oh, Mr. Taster, I've got chocolate. the blue ticks. He's got, got the, the blue, blue check mark. He yeah. finally got it. <laughs> This is such an honor for me. Thank you. Thank you so much. much Again, for making this. You take care. I'll be in touch. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan. And interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.